Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week, we deliver solutions to issues you're facing in life or someone you care about. Let's get started. I'm glad you're back with us. Here's our last key to a healthy, loving marriage, thinking into success. And this is our goal to help you as a couple in the context of your marriage to help you get better in these areas. So the last key is be romantic, mm -hmm. be romantic. And that's important how you express passion or affection toward your spouse toward them, you know, in a kind of a targeted way, you know, intentional. So the principle tells us in Proverbs 5, it says, let your fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of your youth. As a loving deer and a graceful doe, let her breasts satisfy you at all times and always be enraptured with her love. My goodness. Most people don't know that's in the Bible. It's in the book of Proverbs. It's wisdom. So you must enjoy one another's physical features. In other words, from head to toe, mm -hmm. from head to toe, you must enjoy each other. So is it important, Cindy, for couples to be romantic? Yes, yes, yes. And romantic is important, being romantic, being uh, just passionate about expressing uh, this particular word, you know, as much as possible. And why is that important to you? Well, uh, just as you said in the scripture, you know, it, it's a gift. What's a gift? Each other is a gift. Yes. Gift from God to each other, without yes. a doubt. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So hopefully... You are physically attracted to each other. Right. You know, right. men are attracted more by sight uh, than women. Mm -hmm. Women are attracted by sight, too. Yes, they are. But men are more so. Yes, I agree. In our DNA, we kind of uh, sight-oriented mm -hmm. or we are visual, more yes. visual. You yes. know, like you said, both are, but a man can see something and they can kind of be drawn to that. Yes, and run with it in their minds. Correct. So, but yes, it is very important that uh, the husband and wife be romantic mm -hmm. with each other mm -hmm. to uh, to stir up the intimacy mm -hmm. between each other. Right. Because of it is a physical need. Oh, definitely. I think more so for men than it is for women. Possibly. But uh, both need it. Correct. Need and what? The the intimacy, the sex. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, physically need. It is a physical need. Mm -hmm. And it's so sacred, you know, it should be done in the context of marriage because if it's done outside of the context of marriage, it tend to... Uh, it can backfire on you. It can cause diseases. 
you can carry it from one person to another and uh, it can uh, affect your health. Yes. So when it's done God's way, uh, it, there's a safety there. There's a connection there. Uh, and, and you're supporting one another. And uh, it's, it's kind of it's difficult for me to put into words, but it's a, it's a covenant connection that you make with one another. Right. And, and it keeps it sacred, a sacred connection between the two of you when it's done in the context of marriage. So you're talking about sex slash making love, yes. being passionate and yes. possibly procreation can come out of that, you know, yes. children or just the enjoyment of that pleasure. And that and I believe that's how God gave this particular gift to married couples. Yeah. And that's important. So it's not just to have children, but it's just to satisfy one another's needs, yes. you know, from a sexual standpoint or a lovemaking standpoint. Uh, and that's key. And to connect with one another. And it helps you to connect. That's yes. true. It helps you to connect mm -hmm. uh, intimately, spiritually, emotionally, mm -hmm. mentally. Mm -hmm. You actually, when uh, intimacy slash sex are involved, you are becoming one. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. When that takes place. So that's mm -hmm. important. And, and intimacy slash sex, we're saying it that way because you should be intimate before sex. It's about touching, as we talked about, holding. Mm -hmm. It's about talking to one another with mm -hmm. kind words. And that possibly could produce uh, lovemaking later that evening or during the day or in the morning, becoming one, both bodies coming together. Body, soul, and spirit. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You're connecting because it's a gift God gave to married couples yeah. for their mutual enjoyment for yeah. both of them. And it should not be one-sided. So in this uh, conversation today, mm -hmm. it's important for couples to have a level of communication in what pleases one another. Yes. And that's important because romance, it's God's gift to couples, as we said. And uh, it's recommended, obviously, and it should be not just recommended. It should be done within the commitment of marriage. Mm-hmm. And Hebrews tells us marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed kept undefiled or pure. The husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife. And likewise, the wife should to her husband mm -hmm. because the wife's body doesn't belong to her alone. But also her husband's body doesn't belong to him as well. Now, in the same way, the husband's body, you know, belongs to the wife and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And we always got to keep that in mind. Yes. You know, when you're in a, a in, in a marriage relationship that my body belongs to my husband and his body belongs to me. Mm -hmm. So uh, just as God say, he's a jealous guy. If you want to cause some jealousy, give that body to somebody else. Right. It, it can cause a world of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it can cause a lot of problems without a doubt. Oh, yes. You know, sometimes oh, yes. I think people are ignorant, though. Uh, and we're, we've all dealt with something in our past. Mm -hmm. We all are hurting by something. Mm -hmm. And what I believe when people go outside of the context of marriage, and it does happen, is that Sometimes it's done ignorantly because people are 
And then it sometimes is done intentionally. Yeah. And but people lack self-control. Yeah. People don't know how to control their lust. Yes. Uh, the inordinate affection. You yeah. know, the Bible calls it. So people got to learn, even though they may love their spouse, the temptation could be greater outside for whatever reason, mm -hmm. because people lack self-control. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite passages in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs uh, chapter 29, I think is uh, one of the verses that says, without a vision, people perish. Okay. And the word vision is insight and kind of seeing down the road. Uh, the possible traps, possible temptations, mm -hmm. so you can have self-control. Mm -hmm. Because the word perish means they lack self-control. Mm -hmm. But if you know how life is lived and you learn from other situations or you learn from your own past mistakes, true, it should be done, uh, sex that is, in the context of marriage. Mm -hmm. But do you know there are a lot of men were raised to say, and we talked about it before, culturally, you should have more than one woman. Mm. See, that's what I'm saying. And now they're Christian, they're struggling. You know, oh man, they, their father or their grandfather, or their uncle said, man, it's all right to have a woman on the side along with your wife. And then they accept that behavior until they understand what the Bible has to say about it, or they have some morals and convictions about it. Some people just live that way because it is part of our society because the you know we're talking about the importance of being romantic but we live in a fallen world we don't live in a perfect society and there's a lot of temptation left and right there's a lot of temptations everywhere but we have the ability to overcome temptation yes we do we do and 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 it, uh, one thing that helps is what are we feeding ourselves? Okay. Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, what we watch on the TV. Okay. Uh, there are certain uh, uh, TV programs or shows that that show that everybody is hopping into bed with everybody else. Really? You know, okay. There's no restriction. They allow themselves to be put in situations where... Uh, they compromise, right? And then they go to bed with 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 the best friends, uh, wife, wife or whoever. Best friends, <laughs> so wife swapping. What about wife swapping? Oh yeah, husband swapping. And they have this thing called swinging. Oh, I don't know about that swinging. I think that's what okay. it's called swinging, where where the couples go to bed with other couples and things like that. It's it's you know that's loose living. And it is totally contrary to the word of God because then flesh gets out of control. Flesh can get out of control with anything that it is given too often. Right, right. Out of context. Right. And it can become addictive. Right. Just like you can get become addictive to alcohol or drugs or whatever, you can become addictive to sex. Yes. And if you look at pornography right. or right. Uh, obscene things or even hearing profanity language, right. you can become, your flesh can become addicted to it and want it and becomes active in it and the more active it becomes the more dependent it depends on it right right and so uh you got to be careful what goes through your eye gate your ear gate in order to overcome mm -hmm. 
you know, with the word of God, it says self-control. Yeah, we must have self-control. And that's uh, it's many scriptures that talks about it, without a doubt. But I just spoke about one and there's several others. And you are on point, without a doubt, what you're saying is absolutely true. It's an absolute in our society. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the context of, obviously, marriage, we should be romantic. Because mm-hmm. you don't want the spouse tipping out on you. You don't want to lock the gate. But you know, some wives say, I have a headache tonight. Mm-hmm. And they say it every other night <laughs> that they got a headache. So the husband saying, what's going on? It's time to, okay. to do it. I've been doing my duty throughout the day. You know, I touched you. I held you. I bought you something. I tried to express love. But somehow you yeah. got a headache again, yeah. you know, three times a week. But you really... What's really going on here? And, and a lot of that, what you just mentioned, is called signals for a man. Okay. Uh, versus a woman may just come right out and, and rub all on you and let you know that uh, it's time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, yes. But you, as we said before, you got to know each other's languages. There you go. And so... There you uh, go. Uh, if a man is giving signals and the woman is missing those signals, then he needs to be more verbal in his communication and letting her know that, honey, I need you. Right. You know. Well, that's important what you just said, because as you've probably given this analogy, men are like microwaves and women are like ovens or crock pots. So it takes times, conventional oven, that is, mm-hmm. it takes times for them to warm up, uh, as, and a man can look at a woman or look at his wife and they're ready. Mm-hmm. You know, Freddie is ready. Ready, Freddie. Let's do it. <laughs> but it's important what we're sharing in being romantic. You have mm-hmm. to be romantic. Uh, the husband belonged to the wife and the wife belonged to the husband. Mm-hmm. So one principle says know your spouse. Yes. Become familiar with their tendencies mm-hmm. and their times of, of the week and the times of the day. So know each other and intimately know what turns each other on. Know mm-hmm. what turns of, uh, of the other spouse off, you know, the other spouse, you know, off. You have to know these things. Yes. And timing. Yeah, time is important. Just like we said in uh, one of the love languages, do something for me. Right. If the woman is overwhelmed with with taking care of the kids and cooking and cleaning, Mm. she may even have a job outside the home. Don't expect her to be jumping into bed and ready to be wooed when she's exhausted. That's correct. That's (laughs) correct. uh, As a man, he can help out and vice versa. Right. You know, if the man is working hard and he got a tough schedule, you know, and he's exhausted, but she's ready to go and, you know, trying to get him to show her some affection. You got to be sensitive to one another and know each other's schedule and, and kind of work out a time where the both of you can come together and enjoy one another. If you're both exhausted and there's and you're not helping each other. That does not bring a very romantic or intimate um, time with one another. Time, yeah. Sure. You may have to make some plans. Yes. And schedule for the children to someone to keep the kids right. Uh, where you get well rested and and you know so you can just focus on each other and have that time for the man to warm the 
the woman up. Right. You know, and 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 don't just wait to till that time, but you gotta build up and work your way up to that throughout the day or the day before. Right. Whatever it may be. You gotta put some thought into it. Really? You yes. gotta put thought? Yes. Come on. As a couple you do because you mm, you're, you're mm, raising mm. a family, you're building a home, right. and you got a busy schedule, so you gotta put some thought into it to work up to a specific time. Mm, mm, mm. So being romantic, it's important without a doubt. Showing affection, uh all of those things and uh understanding that we belong to one another. Mm-hmm. And understanding, you know, sex slash intimacy slash lovemaking should be in the context of that marriage important and knowing each other needs and knowing what turns each other on or off. Correct. Because we could have an off button, we could have an on button. So we have to know one another. And I do believe that we should communicate that. This is the best time of the day for me to be intimate. This is the best time of the evening. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it depends on how long you've been married, mm-hmm. you know, how young you are or how potentially we'll say older per se, not old, old, but just and health issues <laughs> and health issues could, yeah. right. Health issues could hinder mm-hmm. uh, intimacy slash sex or lovemaking. Right. So that's why it's important in this uh, area of being romantic to know one another. Yes. It doesn't mean, you yeah. know, some people today, they may have intimacy slash lovemaking, you know, four times a week. And some may have two times a week. Some may have one time or some people, you know, may so do it I, six days, you know, uh, a week. Say it again. I say, well, once a month depends on where you are in life. Right. The, I guess the younger you are, the, the more times you may have it. But then as you get older, you know, <laughs> Well, just what came to mind was don't marry someone uh, because of physicality. How they look on the outside. Yeah. Oh, they look like a hunk. They're not going to look like that for the rest of their lives. She is a brick. <laughs> House 36, 24, 36. Yes. She got yes. it going on on the outside. The chest is fine. The mm-hmm. the bottom is just gorgeous, and the middle is just kicking. Then so if that's the only thing that you're looking really? at to or considering in order to be in a relationship with someone, you're going to be very disappointed, and most likely you're going to be going out on that person to after somebody else when that person loses that look like that uh, you're going to go look for somebody else that has what you liked so in the first place you should marry not just for the outward appearance <laughs> right but for the heart of the person yes who that person is from the inside out now the outward appearance can be a bonus mm-hmm. if they look great right but you know cupcake you know what it says in proverbs Beauty is vain. Say that one more time. Beauty is vain. Mm -hmm. It will not last. Mm -hmm. It will not always be the same way. It won't be the same way for the most part when you were 20 and now you're 50 years old. Mm -hmm. It just possibly, possibly, Mm -hmm. you know, won't be the same. So you are correct. You're on point. We should not focus on the outside as much. And that's the problem. It will fade. It will fade. Mm-hmm. And that principle is true. It will fade because we are constantly changing. Yes. You know, from a physical 
and in every area of our life. And some changes are inevitable. It's right. going to happen. You yeah. cannot stop the train from going down that track. Right. We are living to die. And as we get older and our bodies are not as uh, young, we, we see those death is slowly coming on our bodies. Well, we can still look good when we're older yeah, now. I mean, you can oh, do some whatever people, you can and yes. whatever to oh, make yes. it last as long as it oh, can. Oh, yes. But those wrinkles will let you know you're not there. <laughs> right. No, wrinkles can come. You, you are correct on that. But yes. you can still feel good about yourself. Yes. You can still work out. You can still... Take walks. You can still relax your mind. And all of those things, you know, uh, take a beauty day. Take a me day. Do mm -hmm. something to relax yourself to be prepared for your spouse. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do, for the most part, like I said, with the outward appearance. And you're correct. We are aging. You know, yes. the brevity of life can come at any time. You know, uh, it's going to happen. You know, life is like a vapor. We're here today and gone tomorrow. Yes. But this model is important in what we are communicating today is about. So here's a model for you to follow to help uh, in being romantic. We want to talk about just a few more points here. I truly believe you got to be creative and spontaneous sometimes. Okay. You do. You got to be creative. Yes. You got to be spontaneous. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? Give me yes. your thoughts on that. What do you think about that? It keeps the fire going. It, it does? You know, it it, it uh Change is always good. Right. You right. Know, do something different. Okay. You know, don't like just stay in the same thing, do the same thing over <clears throat> and over and over again because then you tend to take each other and the the for granted. Yeah, you get too familiar with doing the same yeah. thing, the same routine. It becomes but bored. It, it can. It, it shouldn't, but you're correct. Right. That's why it's important to be creative and spontaneous in a yes. relationship. I mean, whatever you do in the bed, I mean, you can be romantic in, in another part of the home. Or whatever you have to do uh, to keep energy, to keep attention, to keep it going, to keep the fire burning. Mm -hmm. You don't want the fire to ever go out. So that's why... Intimacy, it's important before sex or before lovemaking. We'll say that lovemaking because you are loving one another in a passionate and in an intimate uh, way. So yes. that's important to be creative and spontaneous. Now, that's up to the couple. Yes. You know, I truly believe that as long as you both agree with what's mm -hmm. taking place. Yes. And I know, you know, we're mostly dealing with Christian marriages here, but these principles are important for everybody to know. So the, the next point is, is kind of helping us here in this key, uh, number 10, make time like you did before you had children. Yeah. It's important, you know, some people have children young, some people had children later, and some people may have adopted children. They couldn't have children biologically. But the point here is that you have to make time. I think you said it, earlier that if you have children now uh, get somebody to babysit your children yes or uh, have them to spend the night over somebody that you can trust yes someone's home or if you're part of a church and you know maybe a church member can take your child for three or four hours on friday night yes. where y'all go out and go to the store movies or just have a good time and just relax yes. so we still should make time and that's the key don't lose track of time so much, Tara, 
You don't make time for one another. Don't get too busy, in other words. Yes. You have to be intentional in making time. Yes. Don't center your your life around your children. Because correct. they are going to grow up and leave home. That's correct. And then if you center your life around them, once they leave home, you got to start to get to know each other all over again. Mm. You got to do it to some extent, even you, you, even if you don't center your life around the children. But it's even uh, more so when you do center your life around the children, then you tend to want to leave the home with the children. <laughs> that's true. And that's not good. <laughs> you know, people have that emptiness syndrome. Yes. The children are gone. Now they're looking at each other and saying, who are you? Yeah. I don't really know you because uh, the marriage has been centered for the most part for 20 years or so around their children. Yes. And I, I mean, you got to get to know one another, but sometimes you don't feel like you love each other like you used to before you had children right. because the children has taken that spot, all taken that space, taken what? All that all, time? All the time. And that's not healthy long-term. Right. It's just not helping relationally long-term. Yeah, you married each other, not that you didn't marry the children. That's correct. That's correct. God, children was a bonus. The children were a blessing. Yeah. Definitely a blessing from God. Yeah. So it's important. Now, being romantic, uh, it doesn't always have to cost money, right? No. When we say be romantic, no. you know, and sometimes it can cost very little. I know Cindy and I went out the other night and, and uh, we did go to the movies eventually, but I suggested us to go to what candy place is that? Peter Brooks. Say it again. Peter Brooks, chocolatier. And and she got all giddy. She yes. got very excited because I made that suggestion. Yes. And that put her in the mood probably a little more going to Peter Brooks. What is Peter Brooks? It's a chocolatier. They what make, does that mean? They make chocolate. Okay. All kinds of chocolates. Oh, my goodness. I enjoyed it myself, actually. Yes. I think I got some chocolate-covered almonds mm -hmm. with coconut in it. Oh, mm -hmm. my goodness. That was good. Mm -hmm. My goodness. And what did you get? Oh, I got some dark chocolate peanuts, mm. clusters, mm. And, and chocolate-covered uh, pecans. It was good. It was good. And guess what? We got a discount. They gave us a discount. So <laughs> things doesn't always have to cost a lot, but it's just the thought and coming together and understanding the process here. So that's very important. In being romantic. Remember, keep the romance active and alive. Now, this is a bonus point. It's called laugh out loud. <laughs> I'm doing that now. I'm laughing out loud. Because laughter should be a part of the relationship, especially marriage. You know, just remember this. You laugh when you are dating or courting. And sometimes people stop laughing when they get married. They get too serious. Mm. You know, the principle in Proverbs says, a merry heart doth good like a medicine. Yes. But a broken spirit dries the bones. Mm -hmm. So when you're broken, you're sad, you're mad, you're ugly, you're bad, you, you get uh, bad health. It's just like you're dried up like a prune. But you got to laugh. You got to smile. Laugh out loud sometimes as a couple. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're walking, laugh out loud. Tell a joke. And if the joke is bad, still laugh at his joke. <laughs> you know, a good laugh heals a lot of hurts. 
Someone said that actually. A good laugh heals a lot of hurts. It's like medicine. That's what the principle in Proverbs says. Yes. It's it's medicinal. It yes. it really does something from the inside out. It guards against wrinkles too. It does. You, yeah, it you, releases the muscles in your in your face, relaxes when you when you laugh versus frowning. It takes a lot of muscles in your face to frown versus smiling. Wow, that is so true. Yeah. You feel better when you smile versus yes. frown. Do you know that? I mean, less tension, just like you're saying, less strife. It does what? It lifts the spirit. What does? Laughter. Oh, yeah. Oh, smiling. You make some people start smiling, then they laugh. We yeah. used to watch a movie called Arthur back in the oh, day. You remember Arthur? Yes. <laughs> she loved Arthur, and I love Arthur, especially one part in that movie. Yes. And what was that part? He said he just bust out and started laughing. And and he said, What are you what are you laughing about, Arthur? He said, I just think funny thoughts. That's right. <laughs> all of a sudden he was just sitting there looking, and all of a sudden <laughs> he just burst out laughing. I would never forget that movie. That's one of my favorite ones. Arthur. Look it up. It's a good movie. You know, a good laugh is sunshine in the house. Yeah. William Thatchery said, a good laugh is sunshine in the house. That is so true. Yes. It can be a dark time in the house, but if you start laughing, it just breaks up the monotony. Yes. It kind of cuts through the stress and, yes. and all of the issues. When you just laugh, it puts you in a different disposition mentally and, mm -hmm. and all of those things. I'm so excited about this particular point because laughter is important. I love to laugh. You know, I love to laugh and, yes, you, you know, laughter. I have a smile on my face for the most of the time. Each day it just does something on the inside of me. And we have too much to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. You know, I just kicked something here. I'm getting so excited. I'm moving around here. So, uh, you know what Mayo Mindfulness said? The health benefit of laughter by this particular doctor, A-M-I-T, sued. He said, laughter evolved to diffuse tension improve social connection, and create bonding. Mm. When we laugh with others, we send a message. I like you. I am willing to play with you. Hearts that laugh together beat together. Research shows laughter provides a good physical workout, generates mental relaxation, mm. lowers blood pressure oh. and pain. Mm -hmm. That's good, that's right. Mm -hmm. Even improves immunity. You're 30 times more likely to laugh in a in good company than alone. Mm -hmm. When you have good company, you're probably going to laugh. Further, the more you laugh with others rather than at someone, the greater the health benefit. Yes. Laughter can break the ice of illness and negative environment. Mm -hmm. The last principle is this. All the days of the oppressed are wretched. But the cheerful heart has a continual feast. That's in Proverbs 15. Laughter. Laugh out loud. Yes. It will help your relationship. It will help you in more ways than one. Yes, it changes the atmosphere. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. yes, <laughs> Come on, yes. let's laugh. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, really, really. So <laughs> we want you all to laugh much. Yes. And frown less. 
And people tend to be attracted to, to someone that makes them laugh. That is true. You know, That's a great attraction. It is. So you're saying if I make you laugh when we were dating, which I did. Yes, you When did. we were courting, didn't I make you laugh a lot? Yes, you did. Oh, yes. And we've been together 39 years. Mm -hmm. We've had some issues mm -hmm. through along the way, but mm -hmm. we're still together. We're still in love with one another. Yes. And I made you laugh. Yes. And you still make me laugh. I do? Yes, you do. Okay, good. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we got to laugh. We got to laugh. And that is so true. You made a valid point. And then we're going to conclude is that when somebody makes another person laugh and a man, we'll say a man they is like making a woman, they like you. It draws them to a person yes. uh, that, you know, when you're laughing with them mm -hmm. and not at them. Yes. And they make you laugh by how they carry themselves what they say, a joke they may tell, mm -hmm. or just put you in a different mood. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. It's very fun. Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, click the like and follow button, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode. Until next time.